the Doopy Brothers. This is AJ. I'm Luke. We're from Fredericksburg, Virginia, and we're going to be talking about the Philadelphia Union. This is going to be episode number four of the Doopy Brothers podcast. It is uh, February 10th, and we're going to be talking a lot about Marco Fabian, the, uh, how we feel about our team right now at this point in the preseason. Uh, That's probably it. Yeah. What more can we talk about? <laughs> yeah. So let's get right into it. I'm calling it Fabian Fever. Nice. Okay. With that's, last that, that's worth a hashtag. Hashtag, hashtag Fabian Fever. Yeah. About a week ago, came out a rumor that Marco Fabian was going to sign with us. And yeah. it came true. That's <laughs> <laughs> crazy. <laughs> crazy. It was kind of an unbelievable week. It's yeah. just watching these rumors fly, fly around and then a player of this caliber actually being announced. It's, right. It was wild Friday afternoon yeah. seeing, holy crap. I was it so happened. distracted at work all, all week. Well, since the the initial report. And it's cool because it was uh, a real report from a real reporter, Twelman. Yeah. Like, real, actually believable. Not just like a random Twitter account with like three followers that says this. Yeah. Something that we could actually like believe. Which is yeah. Cool. Yeah. My uh, iPhone gave me my update on my usage. And my usage definitely went up this week <laughs> based on I, I'm just blaming on Marco Fabian because yeah. I was constantly checking Twitter to see... Where is he? Have we got him yet? Yeah. And then Friday, we finally had the the tweet of the year from the Philadelphia Union that said he is officially a union player. Yeah, I was. It was frustrating for me because I was constantly checking my Twitter all day at work, and then once I started driving home, that's when they announced it. So I missed all of the initial breaking breaking announcement. But yeah, it's super exciting, super cool. Yeah. So so since we're but real superstar. Virginia. Real superstar. Yeah. So we're in Virginia, so we didn't get to go to the Jersey reveal party, which Sadly. looked looked awesome. Yeah. Totally. I mean, I think the whole mentality around the team in the span of a week has gone from zero to I don't know what the under almost a hundred. Almost a hundred. Yeah. We're all feeling very well. Um, and so me and Luke on Friday, we met up in a brewery, at a brewery and. We kind of had our own little celebration in a parking lot. We <laughs> jumped up and down, <laughs> chanting his name. Um, pretty fun. It was pretty cool. So, yeah. so the excitement is reaching down here in Virginia, and all over the globe. It's it's he's Marco Fabian. He's got so many followers. Yeah. Yesterday, I tweeted out just a thing about how many comments our Facebook, the uh, Philadelphia Union Facebook post had over two hundred comments about his signing, and positive comments. Yeah. I didn't go through them all, but it's cool to see positive comments and that, those numbers. And then his Instagram, over 50,000 people liked it. And right. it's just, He's 2.1 million followers on Twitter. Just and numbers that we, we don't see in Philadelphia. Even, so yeah. this is, I'm nah. sure there's not, there's only a handful of other players in MLS that have that many followers. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. Yeah. So I, I guess it's hard to even get into it. It's, just, it's just exciting. It's so fun. Not on our scheduled thing, but do you think this kind of puts us towards MLS 2.0? 2.0? 2.0? I think 0. we're already past 2.0. 2.0. Yeah. I think we're... Where's Atlanta? Atlanta's like 4.0, okay. I would say. So we're like on the verge of 3.0, I would say. Okay. I don't know how... It, it kind of got a little messy how those that 2.0, 3.0, all that stuff worked uh-huh. when Atlanta came in and all this other expansion stuff. It's it's hard to say where we are, but we definitely moved up whatever we were. We moved up the next point oh, the next I point would out. say, with this move. Yeah. So me and Luke, we were just on YouTube trying to find the Marco Fabian Puskas Award, uh, Goal of the Year nominee. And it took us several highlights to go through of his to yeah. finally find the exact one that was a Puskas Goal of the Year. Yeah, there was a couple long-distance shots that I thought it was... That I thought that was the nomination. Then there was the bike against Barcelona. But then we finally found it. It's a sick touch. So guy plays the ball from about 40 yards out. He's at the top of the box. Defender on his back. Real soft touch. Turns the defender and chips the keeper far post. Um, but it's just awesome having a player who's got that many highlights on yeah. YouTube that we, we have a hard time finding the exact one that he was nominated for goal of the year. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like the last... I mean, last couple of big signings, like the Barnetta, Dodge, like they have a couple cool hi- highlight reels, but it's like against teams you don't know, like some of the goals are just like, you know, whatever. I mean, Fabian's got 
We had a bike videos and videos and yeah. videos of insane goals. A bicycle insane, kick against plays. Barcelona. Yeah, like Bundesliga goals. It's it's you know national team goals for Mexico against uh, you know, against big teams and World Cup games. Like this is this is big. This is huge. So so our excitement down here is is tons and yeah. We just wish we could be up in Philly sharing it with everyone. Yeah. Seeing same on the front page of the Philly Philly newspaper and stuff. Mm-hmm. Pretty awesome. Um. Yeah. yeah so, good. I, I I think one of the biggest uh, points to make with this signing is that it could bring so many new fans to this club because there's I mean just from going to high school and around PA and there is a, a huge Mexican population and I'm sure most of the I mean most of those people love soccer but maybe just follow legal mx but now this gives them a huge reason to go to a union game and maybe watch a couple games and get into it and see how fun it actually is and give it give mls a shot and this could really bring a lot of new fans to the club which is which is huge yeah they might not mend the uh bimbo logo as much because they're very used to it i know it's a bakery yeah um random off topic no, 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 never mind, never mind. <laughs> I was going to talk about Jersey stuff, sponsorship, but I, I oh. really don't want to get into it. Yeah. Um, so one thing people wondered about was the transfer fee and his contract. We're very excited about the contract. That's a uh, one year plus options. It sounds like the perfect deal. Yeah. No transfer fee. So that's just that's just money going down the drain, basically. And then it's a one year deal with two two like one one year option, another one year option, which is which is great because he does have a risk with his, with his back injury, seeing so how he can come back from that. So if you're a fan who's skeptical of Jay Sugarman and the union, do you care that we didn't drop a lot of money for him with a transfer fee? No, like that's, I think that's just, that's stupid. It's, it's, he's a great player that we got on our team. That's all that matters. Really. That's really end of the day. That's all that matters. But I think that that kind of like, getting worked up against transfer fee or no transfer fee or what, what his contract is like. I think that just goes, shows our kind of like insecurity and uh, I don't know, doubt as union fans that we've from based off of all that we dealt with the past 10 years. But I think just getting a player like this is just, there's no need to be anything other than excited. Yeah, totally agree. I don't think, I know, I know I saw some tweets like, okay, well, they still didn't spend a lot of money, but yeah. who who cares? Who's gonna blame a team for making a doing good, good business? Yeah, yeah, that's actually a great deal, and and he is gonna be the most the highest paid player yeah. on our team. So that's that's a record there. And and I saw it's what like two million a year he's getting, and that's like compared to like the other, only other guys that get that are like or guys that get that similar kind of pay is like Diego Valeri, Nacho Piatti, Don yeah. Catero. That those are big name players in the league. That's it shows a lot. Yeah, I'll be curious in the spring when the salaries come out to see kind of where he ranks among guys, and yeah. hopefully his performance will back it up. Yeah, and I don't know. You're getting hung up on that stuff. It's like, who cares about a transfer fee? Like, do you, do you like what was Diego Valeri's transfer fee? Who cares? He 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 played well. He's a great player. That's all that matters. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter how they come. It's just that they're on the team. They, they're playing for our team. Our Right. Did we get a good player? Yes. Yeah. Is he going to be a difference maker? Yes. Is he going to put butts in the seats? I yeah. think so. Yeah. I, I think so. Yeah. I'm, I'm so excited to see, you know, Mexican flags flying around, Mexico jerseys. Like, it's it's one of the few times where, like, I, I'm excited to see a different team jersey in our stadium because mm-hmm. usually when it's when you see that, it's like, it's all, like, like we went to the, the LA Galaxy uh, game seeing all the... PSG Ibrahimovic, the uh, yeah, even Sweden Ibrahimovic was that was a little more understandable. But like seeing all the Man U jerseys, and it's like, all right, well, it's like, like come on. you're here just for that player. But if you're here just for a player that plays for the home team, that's different. That's that's that could convert you to becoming a Union fan. So you know, it could be cool. Uh, the parking lot tailgating, yeah, that, tailgating with Mexican fans would be that's pretty awesome. Yeah, that'd be, I mean, that'd they, be so fun. They know how to do it. Yeah better than us and For i'm not sure. afraid to say that yeah that would be pretty cool yeah um so so we i think we both agree that the attendance in town is going to be up hopefully, uh, hopefully due to fabian i mean f- fingers crossed yeah. yeah i hope hope he scores a couple goals early on yeah and so a, a, a quick start and uh by him and by the team will definitely help that which they, they said he's going to be starting in the next preseason game it sounded like next nice. uh, yeah that's good yeah from set down floor 
I mean, it, I'm kind of nervous about his back injury, but everything, all the reports say he's 100%, 100% fine. And I don't know why they wouldn't say that. They could just be saying that, but um, I trust, you know, Tanner saying that. So Right. Yeah, I'm sure they're not. They, they do diligence there. Yeah. They're not screwing around with this much money. For sure. He seems and like he, he had plenty of time to recover from the, the back injury. So mm-hmm. I think he's by now he should be good. And I'd say with how tight Sugarman is with his wallet, it should probably make us feel better about all the injury history. Like he's not going to go out and spend this money if he's getting a player who's so risky. He's probably thinking, okay, this let's, we did our research. Right. He is healthy. I can spend this money. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. From, so I, I read the, um, the article from, uh, Joe Tanzi on the pro soccer USA about, um, his, I guess he interviewed, uh, Sugarman and saying, and just kind of walking through the process of signing a player like Fabian, and, it's, and it's, it seems like it's a pretty intense process. And he says once he, he gets, like, Chris Albright, Tanner, and Jim Curran saying this is a player we need, he, he, he believes him because there is a process that, that they have to go through to get to that. And uh, it's, it just shows that, it, yeah, they, they go through all the, the steps to see that make sure this is the right fit for, for all the reasons that the union need. Mm-hmm. And um, it seems like they, they did that and they got him. And he even seems excited to be here. It's this is cool. Yeah, it does sound like he's excited to be here, yeah. which is very cool. It's cool. Cool to see he wrote a letter to to I guess to the fans, mm-hmm. and they posted it on the website. That's that's cool. We I don't think we ever had that before. Yeah, that's that's fun. He's got good English, yeah. Spanish. Obviously, he's yeah. he's gonna be. I, I'm excited. It's gonna be really cool. Yeah. I think he's gonna be a stud in this league, and hopefully, hopefully, hopefully yeah. he backs up everything that he says, everything that we say about him, and right. all the money that we're putting into him. Yeah. Man, so cool. and if it doesn't, it's only a year. Yeah, that's, just, that's just another year in yeah. land. And 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 we even have a homegrown guy to take his place. Maybe even in a year, if, even if he does play decent, and Brandon Aronson. Right. So I think last podcast you mentioned we were talking about what jerseys we were going to buy, and yeah, um, you mentioned Brandon Aronson as one of yours with Fabian. Now, does that kind of slow your interest in buying a? Aronson? No, I, I still I do want to get a homegrown player's jersey. Uh, I, I'm sure this, this signing obviously decreases his uh, chances playing. of playing time. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. Uh, I, I think I, I think I've decided I might wait until a game or two in to see which homegrown player is is getting a good minutes and maybe a midfield, maybe I'll get a midfielder jersey like a Fontana, Aronson, or Jones. Mm-hmm. I'm, yeah, I'm still undecided what jersey I want to get, but we'll no, see. We were talking about buying a jersey yesterday, and it didn't have the home, uh, back tags online. Yeah, I, so I saw Union put out a tweet in response to a, a fan that was also curious about that. Um, apparently, you can only get the customized back tags in, in the stadium. And if you buy it online, it has the that like ten season logo, which looks cool. But if you want one of those other options, you have to go into the state of a game to to get those other other options. Good to know. That's all I'll be doing. Yeah, I think I'm gonna do dupe. I did like that one too. I saw <laughs> in the <laughs> it looked, I saw Mackenzie had that on the back of his, uh-huh. and it, it looked pretty cool. Okay, cool. I I, I have, I'm also not undecided, but that's one of my my top. That's favorites. probably the top. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the the skyline looks cool too. Fabian had that one. It oh looked, yeah, it looked cool. Yeah, I think the pride flag would also be a top. Yeah, I'd say pride that, flag, that would kind skyline. of pop too. It's too. like mm-hmm. for visual standpoint, right. it, it's cool. Um, so where do you think the homegrowns ha- fit in? Fit it like so. so uh, in midfield, let's let's start there because mm-hmm. that's really the the more debatable uh, area. I th- I I think this new formation with the. Uh, the four in the midfield and the diamond and the kind of staying more narrow. I think that fits perfectly for Derek Jones and Anthony Fontana because Jones is, he's not just, doesn't seem like he's just a defensive midfielder. He can play more. He can, he has offensive abilities mm-hmm. and Fontana isn't just a number. Isn't really a number 10. He's more of a number eight, a box box kind of guy. And those, and those roles seem, seem to fit perfectly. And those those semi wide areas in the, in the probably, midfield. Probably not both at the same time, right? No, probably not. Yeah, because you got to mm-hmm. put Bedoya in there, and right. it seems like Midunion is going to be that base of that diamond, mm-hmm. and then uh, the the other two will kind of cover for him defensively. But it's interesting with that with this, just seeing this formation that like that means 
Medunians back into the the starting lineup because we were thinking like, well, maybe he's he's going to get pushed off the bench with mm-hmm. with Tanner's new philosophy. But it seems like he's 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 got a role. Yeah, even, yeah, we were even talking about that because he was left unprotected at the uh, expansion draft. Right. Yeah, and then I actually since well since the Fabian uh, announcement and everything, Kincaid Kevin Kincaid wrote or put out a tweet that's saying like uh, comparing us to uh, what was that AC Milan team and giving uh, Medunian that that pure low role because they mm-hmm. played a similar formation that we've been playing in preseason hmm. and put and that seems to like that would make sense and obviously that team was successful but. It, yeah, so it seemed like he, he's he's back in. I I assume he'll be a starter. Bedoya's gonna, or yeah, Bedoya will be a starter. And then yeah, it's that that third third midfield position is kind of up for grabs. I'd assume Derek Jones is the most likely to get the starting position out of the home ground. Uh, if as long as he beats out Craval, which fingers crossed, I hope he does. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm excited. Yeah. Anytime we get get compared to AC Milan, I'm sure that's a good thing. Yeah. Uh, the other comparison was Real Salt Lake from the Jason Christie years, but that's less exciting. There it is. There it is. <laughs> Get excited, Union fans. <laughs> I mean, they did have a lot of success, so yeah. the only time Jason Christie was successful. Yeah. but uh, Where is he now? No, we're not doing that. Well, he actually, well, he's in Miami. He, he joined that staff as, like, an assistant coach. Though. Oh, right. Yeah. But there you go. Whatever. <laughs> We'll, we're actually going to end the show with a where is he now about Amobia Kugo. So yeah, stick, stick spoiler for that <laughs> teaser. Um, speaking of another homegrown, uh, Matt Real, I'd say I kind of feel bad for Kai Wagner. Do you guys remember Wagner. Kai <laughs> Wagner? Does anyone remember him? He was signed last week too. I thought they cut him. <laughs> they cut him. <laughs> yeah. So not to be lost in Fabian Fever, but yeah. we. We learned a lot about the fullback position from uh, Ernst Tanner yeah. with the signing of Wagner and what his comments were about the, the position. It's pretty cool. It sounds like he's very open in talking about how he wants to play, how yeah. he wants to use the fullbacks. It kind yeah. of um, lets us know. Kind of what to look forward to. Yeah. Because it, it's interesting because we, we really had no idea how Tanner wanted to play. But it seems like with every signing, he like gives a little more uh, – information about what he what he sees what his philosophy is which is cool he definitely has a vision and yeah it kind of makes sense of why he got rid of rosenberry now yeah which still another yeah on that note uh another thing that uh tansy wrote about or that sugarman said in, Tan- in tansy's article was that um uh tanner has uh, three kind of uh key key points he looks for in a player and it's like how fast you are how often you run and how often you run fast so that's kind of like a, your speed is a big factor in, in Tanner's philosophy. And it seems, I feel like Rosenberry wasn't super fast. Mm-hmm. And I feel like uh, Olivier Beza, from what we've seen in his steel games at least, mm-hmm. was he's a faster, more athletic guy. Yeah, I was just thinking when you said that, I was thinking about my own personal style of playing. I was like, crap, crap, crap. I'm not fast. <laughs> I don't run fast. I don't run off <laughs> fast often. <laughs> yeah. But even like Matt Real seems, I feel like he. I feel like he's he's a good speedy. Mm-hmm. I mean, young guys are going to run more. So I yeah, guess. I mean, obviously with this Wagner, they didn't just pick him randomly. They yeah. didn't just grab him because all right, this guy's going to be cheap. They they right. I mean, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a, he plays that style that Tanner likes because I mean we kind of had a backup in in Fabinho, but I don't think he's going to fit that mold of the run fast often yeah. <laughs> kind of kind of thing. But with his age, but. Yeah, I think I think it's interesting to see who wins that battle because I think Real probably has the edge for now just because he's more familiar with the team and with the uh, he's been play- training more with the team this offseason. So I think he has the the edge over Wagner for right now. But we'll see, uh, you know, who gets the start. Yeah, so our back line's going to be, let's see, Wagner's twenty one years old. Yeah, he's older. Uh, Matt Real, what's he? I think he's nineteen. It's interesting because we so we had the youngest last year, last year, and now we we could potentially beat be, that, beat that with Look two guys us. who are uh, one year older, <laughs> like the, who were from that that young. That's when they grew a year, but yet we're going to be younger because yeah. our outside backs will be younger than yeah, Gaddis, Fabinho, and Rosenberry. Yeah, because Mbeza was he nineteen, eighteen, eighteen. Yeah, so we could have our our, our veteran guys going to be twenty years old on the back line. That's. Bro. From our starting core, at least. Oh, I got Umbezo's at 21. 
Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. My bad. Yeah. Oh, we have the same birthday, August 15th. Wow. Shout out to Olivier Mbezo. Nice. Happy birthday to you. Yeah. In hey, August. I like seeing the, uh, the kind of scrimmage or practice videos just to see how they, they pronounce his name because oh, they right. shout his name in the videos. And I was like, I don't know how to say that. But it's, uh, I think they say Bezo. 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 Okay. Uh, just to clarify, I guess. Yeah. So Wagner, 21. Matt Real is 19 years old. And Bezo is 21. Trusty's 20. Yeah. Um, who am I missing? Mark McKenzie. Yeah. He's, I guess he's 19. So because he's still in the U20s. Unless he just turned 20. Yeah. He's 19. His, his birthday's coming up February 25th. So only, let's see. We don't have to worry about them having rough nights because only one of them can drink. Two of them can drink. Kai and Olivier. So, I mean, Kai's, Kai's German, so he's probably he's been drinking, drinking for a while. <laughs> so, don't worry about hangovers in the back line. Everyone's worried about that second year hangover, but yeah. not with our back line <laughs> because they are too young to drink. Yeah. Um, On that note, it's I saw randomly that uh, apparently Marco Fabian's a big drinker. Oh really? That's what, like I, I saw random tweets or yeah tweets like, responding to posts about him that like uh, the Philly bar is ready for him and like kind of hinting to that, but you know whatever. That's he's awesome. A, he's an adult. He's legal. He's an adult. He's legal. He, yeah. How was he? Twenty nine. Twenty nine. Twenty nine. Yeah. Okay. You know what's weird? Uh, Carlos Vela is twenty nine, and I thought he was a younger guy, but he's the same age as Marco Fabian. So I, it's interesting. Like I thought he, Vela was kind of a young guy, but if he's, he's, it seems like he's like on the same level as Marco Fabian, which is interesting. Yeah, that's pretty. That's a good pull. Yeah, and he was getting looks from Barcelona. Barcelona. Yeah. So if they're interested in a twenty-nine-year-old MLS player, look, look out! Look at us. We yeah. are Barcelona. We're Barcelona. Is that what we're saying? Uh, yeah, I don't know if that translates well. Well, you're right, because Fabian scored a bicycle kick against Barcelona, so nice. we're better than Barcelona? Yeah. I think that checks out. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> if A is greater than B and B is greater than C, then A is greater than C. Hey, you're the math teacher. I sure am. Um, scoring goals is going to be tough this year. Or is it? Or is it? What do we have? 19. So you're a forward, I'm a forward. The Union have 19 other forwards on the team. <laughs> Wait, no, no, no. Nope. So do we have too many forwards on our team? Let's let's name them all. Okay. Rapid fire. Back and forth. Sapong. Burke. Akam. Fafa. Persofalenko. Nailed it. So <laughs> Santos. That's all six, right? Yeah. Six forwards. Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. It's it yeah. It, it's interesting because I, I kind of feel excited about just about all of them too. Mm-hmm. I like uh, there's no guy that I, is like is like the Jay Simpson that it's like uh, just you know let him be I don't want to see him play but I want to see all these guys play see how they do in this new system yeah it's all something or maybe I was listening to Extra Time Radio and they were talking about how we have a lot of players who are good but they're all in just like the top sixty percent league there's not like a a stud striker who is going to be a top ten percent player in the yeah. league you know mm-hmm. and i think they're referring to marco fabian is he is he that player who's going to put us over the edge as one of the top players in the league um but so we do have six forwards who are i wouldn't say they're mediocre i'd say they're a little above mediocre yeah i think like if you want to go with who's like the lowest in the depth chart i i'd say based on last year's performance i'd say cg sabong what about the cashbar yeah, that's true. That's true. He's he's probably the most unknown. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and but he's from all uh, preseason quotes and videos, he seems like he's he's a solid guy, solid mm-hmm. player. But yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. It's interesting. I don't know because because what probably two or three of those guys might get left off the the eighteen every week. Right, that's pretty crazy. And, and so it should make for a good week of training. You'd assume. Yeah. And then how do the oh, coaches yeah. decide? I'm sure that'll bring all right. The you level. two are starting. You're going to be our striker sub. I mean, they they ideally should push each other. Mm-hmm. And then I also wonder how much of their defensive abilities are going to come into play because, I mean, Fafa, I, I think he's a phenomenal defender yeah, he covers as an so offensive player. Yeah, um, CJ always does well. For sure. Burke just works so hard. Mm-hmm. I feel like he he doesn't have as much, uh, it's like more of that like kind of positional awareness, but he, he works so hard. He hustles. Mm-hmm. He 
he gets back when he for what he does needs and, to do. And then we have a lot, and then we have three unknowns. And uh, I, I'm excited about Santos. I think Santos he, he could really raise the level of striker compared to previous years for us. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's gonna be interesting to see what the coaches do from week to week if they yeah. go with who's the hot foot if they like during practice or if they just pick two and decide, okay, these are going to be our two forwards day one. Yeah. If you want to crack the 18 or here are our top three, yeah. these or two are play, starting playoff and matchups. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, we could see a lot of variation up top. So I guess it's a, a good problem. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I, yeah I'm pretty positive about all those, all mm-hmm. of our strikers. Um, who do you think there's any, um, possible trade options from those guys since we have so many maybe we could get rid of them cash in on on someone's value and get something another piece or just money what do you think i would say if sapong could be a potential Mm -hmm. trade guy unfortunately his value is low right now yeah Um, i feel like it's easier to get a or trade away in america just because i don't know international spots are Right, that's somewhat valuable, especially mm-hmm. in the attacking position. I, I don't want them to trade away a com because I feel like we haven't given him enough chance. Yeah. Plus, Chicago would get a big chunk of money after that's true. trading him. Um, I don't want him to trade away. Sapong went to college together, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't see them. Yeah, we were tight. Um, <laughs> don't worry about it. I don't, I don't see them trading either of the other guys because they're kind of new. Casper, Santos, Burke. I, I feel. I thought maybe Burke because he's probably at his highest value right now because he's I mean, obviously the youngest he's ever going to be and he coming off a pretty hot year. Mm-hmm. Maybe he has, he has good value trade options, but yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I don't he was also our top striker last know, year, so yeah, it's like so kind it's of funny to think. To right all right, let's let's get rid of our best striker. Yeah. So yeah, I don't. I don't. I mean, I guess it all depends on how the first couple months of the year go, and then yeah. what the summer transfer window looks like. Yeah. For sure. Um. Would you, if you had to put money, let's talk big money. You have to put $20. No, uh, $25. Ooh. No. Uh, I'll Listen. talk to my guy at HR Block. $50 on one of them to score 15 goals. $50. $50 on one of those names. To score 20 goals. 15. 15 goals. Oh, man. I would go between Fafa and Santos because I think they'll get the most the most chance. Okay. Most playing time. Okay. I'm I'm gonna be the optimist and go with Santos. Santos uh, cool. Unknown, but I, I think he could be a a big time check in our league. There you go. If Santos, if you don't score fifteen goals, I get fifty dollars from Luke. Uh wait. but I'm still rooting for you. <laughs> and then you owe him fifteen dollars. Fifty dollars. Yeah, pay up. Pay up Santos, score goals, give Luke money. That's the dream. <laughs> Um. All right. Anything else you want to talk about with our forwards? Um. No. Cool. <laughs> so here's kind of a question: ceiling and floor. Oh, okay. Wait. Back to the strikers. Who's your most ideal pair for game one? Game one. Who do you want to see start? Uh, I can't talk about game one. Yeah. Sorry. AJ, AJ uh, unfortunately, will not be able to go to game one. He has to go to see his in-laws in Myrtle Beach. And I can talk about this because I know my wife doesn't listen to the <laughs> podcast based on her many comments about it. So, yeah, I will be missing the first home game, and it drives me up the wall. Yeah. And it's it's a 1 o'clock kickoff. 1 o'clock kickoff. So I have to so just watch the replay on my phone, I think. Oh, that's I, It's going to be rough. So day one. Um, yeah. Who do you want to not see to play then, I guess? Because you're not going to see it. I would put I, – I, I can't – I can't uh, – guys, I, like I don't want to see Fafa on the bench. I don't want to see Burke on the bench. I have a hard time seeing Santos on the bench because he's kind of our big yeah. – kind of our so-called big striker signing. Um, I guess I would play – Fafa and Santos. Yeah, that's what I would say too. And probably bring in Burke for whichever one needs. Yeah, needs Burke, a break. Burke or maybe a Com. Yeah, off the bench. That's yeah. It's good. Good bench options there. Yeah, the bench options will be good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think you could bring in someone up top and push Fafa back if if you want to keep him in the game. Yeah, yeah. I'm curious how kind of like substitutions will play out through through this formation. Like if we need uh, an attacking boost. 
would we change out the number 10 for maybe more of like a, another kind of like put in David a common for uh, for the number 10 or like how, like how will CNU's going to go like play maybe he'll play next to Fabian and play like a 4222 like mm-hmm. I, so that's that's something interesting like I'm not I'm not sure how that'll work out cuz it's yeah. so standard last year right we we've, we've known 4, for two, years three, one, it's flip player for player like position wise yeah. for subs it's we could always make bets on okay 67th minute someone's coming in uh up top Sapong's going to go back out on the wing yep and someone's got, uh, it was always so predictable so but now with this new new stuff i think curtain's going to be able to be a little more creative which mm-hmm. i'm excited for all you curtain haters well, first of all learn how to spell his name for, for real. <laughs> <laughs> it drives me nuts. Yeah. I'm going to complain about a guy, but I can't spell his name. Yeah. I mean, you can blame autocorrect all you want, but if you're going to make a whole tweet about him, make, just at least spell his name. Spell right. his name, right? Yeah. I, I think he's going to get a real chance to be able to coach the team the way he he can and not yeah. be so uh, pigeonholed into one formation with one one way to go about moving players around. I think he's going to get to really do his thing. And if he doesn't, then I think he knows that there's a new sporting director, and he could... He could be done before the year be ends. Done. Yeah, so it's it's kind of... It's a big year for him. Yeah. Show his stuff. So so did you have the same striker pair as your yeah, start? I was going to say Fafan Santos. I, yeah. Yeah. I, it's tough to say. I got, I do want to see a comment there, too. Burke also, I, I don't know. Yeah, but how, it's, do, yeah, it's, you how know. do we set our top score from last year? How do we... S- Set our top signing from, or not maybe, was he, or was yeah, the yeah, top signing? Yeah, was it like 1.2 million? Yeah, but was Dodge Call above that? I don't maybe know. Maybe by a little bit, but okay, right. one of our top signings from last year. It'd be a bummer if you bought a Dodge Call jersey. Yeah. Uh, no. Even more of a bummer than my Acom jersey. Acom's still on the team. That's true. Yeah. He's, yeah, he's at least the chance to redeem my purchase. What would be worse, a Dodge Call jersey or a Ernie Stewart jersey? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. If anyone's looking to buy an Ernie Stewart jersey, I will give you a great I deal. Guy. <laughs> Ernie Stewart, number eight, Philadelphia Union. It was such a fun idea when you, when you so bought excited. that. Yeah. All right. That was a lifetime ago. Speaking of lifetimes ago, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, so let's move on to what's the ceiling for this team? What's the floor? How high do you think this team can go? So this is completely. Completely different than a week ago, yeah, or two weeks we ago. Last time we recorded, a, yeah, we had a pretty kind of a similar question last last recording. So much has changed. Yeah, Kai Wagner. Kai Wagner. Changed. What can he do <laughs> for the future of the union? Um, so, I think our ceiling is probably third in the East. That's our because I, I think I mean obviously Atlanta is number one. Or you would think, mm-hmm. and then I would I would put Red Bulls number two, mm-hmm. and I think. At our ceiling, if everything goes perfectly as planned, uh, we would be number three. Our floor, I'm going to say number seven. So we are in the playoffs, but we, you know, don't perform as well as we could have. Okay, okay. I think we have that much of a core coming back from a a playoff team last year, and we've, we've gotten better, I would say. Yeah. Cool. So... That's that's pretty pretty good. What 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 will be your okay? What so buckle up. <laughs> so I'm gonna be a lot more dramatic, <laughs> a lot more extreme. Okay. okay. So here's what I say: Union have the same coach, same core, same captain, same back line mostly, same goalkeeper, a lot of the same pieces with improvements. I'm talking ceiling right now. Okay. Okay. The teams ahead of us: Atlanta, new coach, lost Almiron. Pity looks. Good as crap, but... And Joseph's back, and he's committed okay. to Atlanta. That's great, but the new coach doesn't know how to use him. He's from Europe. He doesn't play the South American style. Okay. That's fair. Red Bull lost Tyler Adams. That, yeah, I feel like that. Done. that's that's huge right there. That, I feel like that's less... Uh, that's not talked about enough. He's and, it's a big mm-hmm. role. NYCFC, still playing on a baseball field. New what coach that wasn't that great. Um, yeah, he's done. Bad. Columbus. Caleb Porter, not going to know how to play with this team. Yeah. Uh, still figuring out ownership stuff. Uh, Iguain is another year so older. <laughs> um, Zardes, I, I don't trust him at all. Yeah. Done. Yeah. Who else was ahead of us? Montreal? D.C. D.C. 
Get out of here, DC. <laughs> DC. All right. Rooney, another year older. He's lost more hair. He's, just, He's drunk all the time in airports. Oh, man. He loves airports. He loves airport bars. <laughs> Done. So, ceiling. Everyone stays healthy. Union, young back line, plays well. They get a lot of call-ups to the national team, but their death fills in. Strikers perform as well as they can because they're all competing for two spots. Not just one now, two spots. We have two 15-goal scorers. What? We finish top of these. Is that illegal? Ceiling is MLS Cup. What? Trophy. First trophy. Trophy. All right. Wait, which trophy? MLS Cup? MLS Cup. What do you think about All right. U.S. 7 Cup. I think that's happening. Yeah, win that too. Freaking, we're going to win it. it. It's a ceiling. Okay. <laughs> now let me go to the floor. Floor. Buckle up. Oh, boy. Next week, Fabian goes down to Florida. First season of preseason. First game of preseason. Hurt. Back. <laughs> Explodes. <laughs> Explodes. <laughs> Brendan Harrison comes in. He's a kid. Can't play. Pushed around. Pushed off the ball. No, not the answer. Not, not my Brendan. Our strikers. How dare you? All get in fights. <laughs> Too many of them. <laughs> Never score a goal all season. <laughs> No, just, well, I, I think the floor could be pretty low. I think if Fabian does, in in fact, fall to injury, I think I think we could have some issues. Do you um, think that's the big the if that ha- if it's if it all falls on Fabian? Do you think that's how it works? I think a lot of it does. I think I think with a back line of average age of nineteen and a half, I think we need a star to kind of lift everyone as far as like, okay, we got this guy, we got to find him, get him the ball from the back line. And go from there. And if he's if he gets hurt, then it's one kid looking to pass to another kid. And I I, I do think the floor could be pretty low. Um, but do, do you're aware that Brendan Aronson is the like next Luka Modric, right? You, you know that? that? Yeah, I know. But where was Luka Modric when he was 19 years old? I don't know. Exactly. You tell me. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I think I. I do think this team is either going to be very good, very bad. I mean, I'm, of course, they could be in the middle, but that's my analysis. Not, that's, that's not my, fun. I'm, that's not fun to think about. <laughs> uh, so as a fan, that's my official analysis is right. we're going to be really good. I'm really excited. Worst case scenario, really bad. And it's one year. We get rid of Fabian. We play the kids, as they say. And next thing you know. We're reloading again for next year. I don't know. All right. Well, that was dramatic. Dramatic. Okay. So next, uh, next topic, which kind of, I don't know, falls in line with everything else we've been talking about. Are you, are you satisfied with this off season? So we've. I'd Urban say okay. Colin, backup uh, goalkeeper, Kai Wagner, Fabian. Yeah, I would say two based on two things. The the players we got and how quickly, or maybe let's let's go with the money we spent and the efficiency of like, or how quickly we got these guys. I do think uh, Fabian's here early enough, whereas I feel like in the past they've gotten some number tens and players who are so called their big signings later in the preseason. I feel yeah. like he's got just about a month yeah. to get I ready mean, for. We, we got Dodgeball. Days before opening game, right. he, he wasn't even ready for opening game. Right, I think I think this team is going to be better prepared than they have been in the past. So I do think it's been a good off season. I think I think Tanner's done due diligence in filling with some veteran, some young. I think he's looked into the future and seen where we're going to need some depth, and he's gotten some guys who will fill that. So I would say, and, and I mean, if you're if you're talking about just satisfied with the off season, how could you not be satisfied with? Potentially the biggest signing of Union history. I right. mean, yeah. What what more could you ask for? Yeah. Yeah. What more could you ask for? Let me tell you. No, I no, I agree. Um, I because it's he literally checked every box. We needed um, a new striker, Santos check early early off season. We needed uh, center back depth and preferably veteran depth in, in defense and check with Colin. We needed left back check with Wagner. We needed a backup goalkeeper because we got rid of McCarthy and um, who was that other guy? Jake McGuire. 
Uh, so we got uh, the what's his name, Miguel Colonel, Colonel, the Colonel, and uh, Matt Freeze, the the nerd mm-hmm. from Harvard. Harvard. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So we, we keep, and then obviously we got Marco Fabian. So arguably better than Bart Dashko. We'll see how he performs, but. So yeah, I think it's all the boxes are checked. I think it was, I think it was just frustrating for the fans because the big signing Marco Fabian was after all the slightly more boring signings. I mean, Sanders was so far along, so far ago that it was kind of forgotten about. He wasn't on my list. I, I completely yeah, forgot I that he was yeah. a new signing. <laughs> I just added him. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I. Yeah. I don't know what else we could have done. I think. Yeah. I think it's been a great off season. I think it's exciting to see what. Tanner's been able to pull. He's definitely used his German connections. Yeah. Because yeah. of our five signings. Where's where's Colin? What you well, three three of the five were from the German. Yeah. Were I mean, from he, Germany, right? Yeah. Colin was, he played for Red Bull. Red, New York Red Bulls. Well, yeah. But what do you mean? Wasn't he playing overseas? I think, no, I think he was with, with New York. Nah, I think you're wrong. I think he was just hitting some injuries last year. He didn't play a whole lot. I think uh, he was definitely on their team, I thought. Uh, well, I don't know. We can look it up, but. We're not gonna do that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it. I think it's been a great off season. Yeah. I think everyone should be real excited. I think we're we're in a great spot. So I'm gonna talk about the question that we. I think we ended with this last week. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can't believe it's almost over. Um, <laughs> so fun. Are we better we now? Just keep going. Who cares? <laughs> no one's listening. <laughs> um, right now, are we better than we were last year? Uh, yeah. Uh, wait. Okay. So, are you are you are you gonna say this time last year or the beginning of last year's season? I think two weeks ago I asked you at the end of last season. At the end of last season, we had the assist leader of an MLS and yeah. Porsche call. Um, Burke was hot. He's so hot. He's so hot right now. <laughs> and everyone else was just doing what they do. So, are you comparing it to that? Yeah. Okay. Then yeah. Did we get better from October? Yes. Because I think we we only lost Borg Dachko, and we we're going to replace that with Marco Fabian, who's one to one, arguably better, almost not arguably better. Um, and then we got Santos. We got a new formation that honestly fits our team a lot better, with a lot more flexibility. I think a calm, healthy. It's uh, to me, it's all positive. I think we're, we're better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, an interesting idea. So, are we? W- do you base most of your idea of us being better based on what you've seen in preseason, based on the formation and s- style of play, or player acquisition? Um, I mean, it's it's tough to say because we haven't actually been able to watch it. But I, I, I but I still want to say it based off the style of play because I just feel like we have so many players that fit these roles really well i think that i mean really the the biggest thing with this information is how well we cover defensively because we have really obviously a young back line and if medunion is is actually in that back base then that's i mean that's a liability but if we have guys like jones and bedoya who those guys work their butts off and they can cover and and help out defensively and if matt real steps up and you know, performs better than he did last year. Um, and in Bezo, if he's what we think he could be, then, yeah. Yeah, I'd say it's kind of a combination of both. The playing style, and I feel like the player acquisition is based off of the playing style where they got rid of guys who... Uh, Ernst Stanis just seems very, very direct with what he wants. Right. Um, it's crazy with this just like one offseason, one, one uh, transfer window, he's transformed this team so much. Mm-hmm. I saw a Matt Doyle tweet. Someone asked him, which team are you most excited for after all of this rebuilding and revamping of all these teams? And he said, Philly, 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 oh. Toronto. And so it was really? just, yeah, it's just oh. interesting to see that he listed Philly four times and then put Toronto. That's interesting. Yeah, that's one thing. I, I kind of, uh, I, from what I saw, I, I, I thought that um, that kind of like national perspective wasn't super high on us. Because mm-hmm. like, cause every, like, you know, Warshaw, even Doyle, we're, we're pretty excited about what our play last year and how the kind of quality of possession we've had. Mm-hmm. 
and they're kind of skeptical of the, the new Tanner philosophy and how how it'll, it'll uh, transfer to this year. But if, if I don't know, if he's bought, bought into the Marco Fabian Ertz Tanner philosophy, I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, it is interesting. I felt, I felt like last year we did have some stretches of play where we looked very good. Wow, yeah. I mean, I think I think we held possession well. We played good ball, especially down that right side. And so it is interesting that we did get rid of our right right back and um, Dodge Call always drifted to the right. So it is interesting to see. He'll be able to, uh, just to see what the differences look like. Um, the fact that we are going away from some good ball that we used to play last year and to see what it looks like this year. Yeah. And how these new players fit into kind of a more, I don't know, a more open style of play. I, mean, I just feel like the fans know what to look for right now, which mm-hmm. is pretty cool. Yeah. Oh, man. I'll, okay. Not on this topic, but if you want to complain about our soccer, our jersey, our away jersey, look at the Minnesota jersey that just got released. It is literally a plain white jersey. Minnesota it's, just released it, it? Yeah. It just it looks like four minutes ago. I just went on Twitter. Oh, man. I was exci- I thought they were going to do something fun because I, I, that's the one team I... What's their team name Minnesota United. <laughs> United. Uh, I, didn't, I didn't want to say United. It's like so stupid. Everyone's yeah, Minnesota I, United. Everything's United. M-N-U-F-C is the Twitter. But, oh, man. Yeah. The, so, yeah, I guess it feels like a lifetime ago we had jersey controversy about or about our jersey. And, but, you know. Oh, jersey. yeah. Just, yeah, front page of their website, Minnesota Drift Kit. It looks like a white t-shirt it got messed up in the dryer where the logo i think that's that's no no that's that's not actually how the jersey looks it's not this is good podcasting go to mls.com or mls twitter (laughs) maybe we should oh oh no no okay sorry i pulled it up okay (laughs) oh that's funny yeah Yeah. so they're oh i think the initial thing they had maybe looked bigger better than the uh white t-shirt that they got yeah yeah what is do they have any creativity there's to it? Nothing. Yeah, it's it's interesting because the there's text- a lot of that like that kind of glitchy look with a lot of jerseys mm-hmm. this year, and oh, like I feel like we fall into that. But if the alternative was this super plain look, I, I think I'm good with what we got. Texture evokes the drifting and accumulation of snow. So for a white jersey, they're <laughs> <laughs> talking about snow on a white jersey. <laughs> so all of you complained about the union using a white jersey. Yeah. Appreciate it. Yeah, we have some. Oh man, I, there's this lineup of all the players in the jerseys, and it looks so bad. Oh. The jock tag on the bottom left hem marks all the authentic jerseys. It's just the letters M N U F C in yeah. a plain font. There's nothing and special that's about it. So lame. They, and they have literally the coolest logo of mm-hmm. the, in the league. Ugh, that's frustrating. But yeah, we definitely, as Union fans, can't complain mm-hmm. about our jersey. Yeah. That's yeah. That's one thing I really wanted to order like yesterday the jersey, mm-hmm. but if I can't personalize the back tag, I I want I I'm do it have at the to stadium. Resist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, we'll hold back. We'll hold back. We'll do it at the stadium, and yeah. we'll each end up getting inevitably the same exact jersey. Yeah, without Mark telling Mc- each other. Mark McKenzie dupe. Mark McKenzie dupe. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm 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 up in the air. I might change it. What were, what were we talking about before this? Sorry. Um. Let's see. We were talking about. Are we better than we were last year? Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, sure. Cool. Uh, do you want to go into where are they now? So we're thinking about ending podcasts. So we've been talking about different soccer companies yeah. uh, that we enjoyed, but there's, there's only, only so s- many. There's only so many. Yeah. So check out Away Days, Saturdays, Football, and the Football Box Kit. Football Box Kit. Yeah. But oh, it sounded cool. But episode four, we're going to start doing a Where Are They Now? Where Are They Now? Where are they now? Where were they? Where are they now? <laughs> with former union players. So right now we're going to talk about Amobi Akugo. He basically because we were going to do Jack McInerney because I'm wearing a Jack Mac jersey, but right. Jack Mac is not playing right now. He's not really I, I couldn't find much on him other than he's being a father, which is number one. Lame. So good for Jack Mac. But we wish you were doing soccer because I, I really did enjoy him as a player, even if he was a bit of a jerk in the locker room. But I think sometimes as a forward you need to be have a dick so that you can you have to be a kind of selfish guy yeah yeah but anyway so a moby a moby where is he now so he if you don't know he's he's still young he's 27 year old he was Um, what was he was there in the first year draft 
number early. seven pick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, something like that. I, mm-hmm. Um, so right now, so he's 27 years old. He got his degree from University of Louis uh, Louisville. So he went back to school. Went, went back to school. Got his degree because he was drafted after only one year of college. And so he got his degree, and now he's started a website called A Frugal Athlete. It gives financial help to athletes. Um, it was really cool. Yeah, go go check out idea. the website. It's a very, very slick-looking website. They have web, uh, almost look like episodes on the website that you can check out, podcasts, all stuff to kind of help athletes manage money. It looks like he started it after seeing a ESPN 30 for 30 about athletes who just went broke and realized that, all the stuff is avoidable. Yeah. So it's it cool. Like it's a common thing too. Athletes mm-hmm. going broke after they finish their career or even during. Yeah. So it's cool to see him stepping up. So it's cool to see a union athlete stepping away from the game, but still being very proactive with his life choices. Right. Yeah. He, he And he was a cool guy. He, he, I, I always liked him as a player and as a person, like when he was on our team, even, you know, he's a guy I kind of looked uh, looked for after he moved away from the union. Mm-hmm. It's like, is he, I liked him. I thought he was, had a lot of potential. Yeah. We went to Portland, played a while with them. And yeah, I think, uh, Orlando as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, so that's, that's where he is now. He's working. Yeah. He's not, not playing ball anymore. He's not doing soccer. Um, so it seems like he's really working on his, his new business of yeah. Frugal athlete. Pretty cool. So check out their website. It's, it's a cool little thing and good to learn about. Yeah. Nice. All right. Uh, it's been a good podcast. This has been a really good podcast. It's been a while since we've had so much fun to talk about and, yeah. and excitement to talk about. Yeah. So Real hopefully, excitement, yeah. Hopefully you guys listened and enjoyed it. If you have any questions, comments, please let us know. Yeah. We really enjoy hearing from you guys, talking yeah. to you guys on on face on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah, and share with anyone else you think might be interested. I know it's not a it's kind of a niche 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 topic, the Philadelphia Union. Not mm-hmm. everyone is a fan, but if you enjoy it, let us know. And we'll be back in two weeks. Yeah. Two weeks closer to the opening opening game. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for listening. Have a good day and let us know what you think. Thanks, guys. See you. Bye.